Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Heart to Heart. I'm your host, Emma Buggy, and my goodness, it has been a long time since I last recorded a podcast episode. I'm a relationship coach and my passion is to support people, not just couples, but also singles and everyone who is in relationship with humans, all of us, to connect with what is truly important so that we can move beyond judgment, blame, misunderstanding and meet each other in a place where ah, we truly get each other, we see each other with compassion and we're able to express our truths with authenticity and realness. So after spending a long time away from the podcast world, I thought I would come back to you today with a special episode on my own experiences with um, relating, relating to others with anxiety, whilst dating, whilst flirting, and also in social interactions, and speaking a bit about how through building an awareness of myself when I have been in that very vulnerable place of anxiety, stress, feeling like I'm not enough, has really supported me to naturally move into a state of abundance, trusting that I am enough, feeling very connected and close to myself in a way that I never thought was possible. Essentially through connecting with my inner child and reparenting myself. And this is related to nonviolent communication because without that very strong um, background that I have um, been building over the last seven years in my inquiry into nonviolent communication, which is also known as compassionate or authentic communication, I, I've really been able to recognize and understand what is really going on in my mind and in my heart and be more connected to reality and therefore more compassionate towards myself and others. So without further ado, I wish you easy listening and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, hello everyone. For those of you that are watching this on record, I've forgotten the word there. This is going to be a talk about my experiences of dating with anxiety versus dating, flirting, interacting with abundance and how I have really experienced the real depth of self-connection through actually understanding and understanding those differences. And like right now, (laughs) we have the live version of this happening because right now I feel anxious, I feel nervous, I feel my hands sweating, I feel my voice vibrating. And so slowing down and just noticing how my body is reacting with that nervousness, that anxiety. That helps me to be more here in the present moment. Yeah. 
you know, I can still feel it vibrating through me. I notice how used to seeing other people's reactions, faces, their voices, that gives me a certain feedback that helps me to feel safe in the world. That helps me to feel welcomed, okay, a part of the tribe. And um, in this moment, in this exact moment, not seeing faces and, and just looking at myself on the screen, I notice there's that longing for belonging, for feeling a part of the tribe, for, for having that feedback. And, and now I see my friend Gina has joined and immediately I feel some sense of connection. A little bit less alone. And why am I telling you about this, my experience as I'm speaking? Because we're talking today about the experience of interacting, maybe through flirting, maybe whilst we're dating, but also general interactions with new people when we're feeling anxious, when I'm feeling anxious. And where that comes from, what's happening? Because the more clarity, understanding, awareness that I have had in those moments of feeling anxious and alone, the, the clearer it has become for me that I need to reparent myself, to be there for myself, to hold myself, to learn how to be with the most vulnerable part of me that is afraid of being judged, that's afraid of people leaving or not wanting me or thinking that I'm not enough. And so that's why I've decided to speak about this topic today because yeah, it's been probably one of the biggest milestones that I have come to learn from and grow through in my life. And um, I thought you might find it interesting to hear about my experiences. So, yeah, seeing a few people on the call that I know, again, it brings me that sense of connection. I'm, I'm with people. And before I go into my experience, the first thing that I would like to do is ask you a question that we're going to come back to at the end of this talk. That question is, can you think of some moments? Great if you have one in mind, actually. A moment when you have felt anxious or insecure when you're interacting with other people perhaps flirting, perhaps going on a date for the first time, perhaps at the beginning of a relationship, or it could be at a dinner party. So you're interacting with new people who you like and you're feeling suddenly insecure, unsure, a little bit sort of anxious. If you can remember a particular moment, I'd love you to sort of visualize what was happening in that moment? Where were you? Who were you with? What were you doing? And what was it that the other person was perhaps saying or doing when you started to feel that anxiety? 
people, what was it that you said or did in that moment? What was happening in that moment that you started to feel anxiety? So just sort of remembering that moment, painting the picture, remembering the sorts of conversations or non-conversations that were happening when you started to feel anxious. And at the end of this session, we're going to really look at what it is that you were experiencing in that moment and what it is that you were longing for through a guided meditation. So it could be supportive to just write that down or just keep it in the back of your mind for later. So um, I'm going to tell you a little bit now. Now I feel anxious again or nervous again because I'm going to tell you a little bit now about my personal experiences with feeling that anxiety whilst meeting new people. So recently I was at a festival and I noticed myself uh, whilst flirting with different people, I was dancing and moving and meeting people in different situations. And I was just enjoying myself flirting around a bit. And I certainly noticed a difference in the moments when I was just flowing and trusting and allowing myself to be in that moment fully, feeling my sensuality, feeling my feeling confident in myself and almost flirting with myself first because it felt so good versus the moments when I was feeling quite insecure and, and I had this energy of grasping or looking for the other person, sort of wondering if they see me, wondering if I'm enough, am I interesting enough? If that person who I was speaking to is now speaking to someone else, is the other person more interesting than me? It feels quite, <laughs> wow, it feels quite vulnerable to share this live with however many people will be watching this. Yeah, so the kind of, I've written a, a list just to remind myself. So when I'm looking down, it's like the kind of actions, behaviors that I have when I'm in the anxious place. And I don't want to make this anxiety wrong, by the way. It's not that anxious or or insecure um, behaviors or responses when we're in interactions with people are a bad thing. Absolutely not. It's more that I, I love to be in awareness of that part of me when it's there because it supports me to connect with myself and to nurture myself in exactly the way that I want to. And it also supports me to invest in the kind of relationships and interactions that are actually nourishing for me rather than doing so because I don't think I'm good enough. So one of those things that I do when I'm actually flirting from this anxious space is I entertain conversations that I don't find that interesting because I want them to like me. So I become the great listener and I lean in and listen and, and empathize with them, not because I truly am interested, but actually because I want them to think that I am a good person. I want them to value me. And I place my value in my ability to listen. And I'll tell you where that comes from next, because after I go through this list, I'm going to tell you one of the, um, the childhood childhood woundings that I have that has informed that feeling of anxiety and not enough and how that support me, supported me to have that awareness. 
So another behavior is, um, or a habit is that I start to put that person on a pedestal. I start to visualize the next meeting and the future. And I create a sense of hoping that this will become something more than it is in this moment. Um, it's a kind of clinging, grasping en energy. Thank you, J-Boy, Justin. I value you too. And it's sweet for me to see, to see those words of reassurance in the, in the text. <laughs> I feel touched now. Yeah, yeah. So it's um, fantasizing and projecting into the future. When I notice myself doing that, it's very often connected to this sort of urgency in me that wants to to be seen that wants to be loved that wants to know that I am enough in the, in the world because I am not seeing that in myself because there is a lack of that from within me because within me I am judging myself as not enough and so this leads me to one of my childhood woundings, I won't share all of them because we'll be here all day, but, and, and, and really there's only two, but also I want to have a kind of sense of privacy in my life. So there's one of them that I'm willing to share with you because it's quite, quite substantial for me. And that one is that when I grew up, um, I went to school, I, I found out uh, at a certain age, when I was about 10, 11, that I was dyslexic. And it was during the period of time when they um, they were sort of working out what is this thing? How do we support kids with dyslexia and ADHD? And so I was subsequently put into a small classroom and played board games for the rest of the year whilst my friends were in the classroom writing essays, sharing them with each other. And for 15 years of my, um, my adult learning, my childhood learning experience, really, I was in a separate place from the rest of my friends. And I even remember much earlier than that. So when I was, you know, three, four, five years old, just starting to, to read and write, I found those skills difficult. I found it difficult to read in the same way as other kids would. And so I would hear them reading the text very easily. And I would judge myself as I'm too slow. The other kids do it better. The teacher thinks I'm stupid. I felt humiliated, which is, which is not a, a real feeling. It's actually a thought about what the other person is doing to me. So actually, I felt so deeply ashamed, so deeply embarrassed, so deeply insecure in those moments and had a thought that there's something fundamentally wrong with me. So I wonder if you can already see how that thought pattern has kind of carried through with me all the way through my adult years and is then affecting me in the way that I interact with people. So Many years ago, I would go to dinner parties and I would feel this anxiety and security in me and I would start to become the funny person. I would start to make jokes or impressions around the table because people would be speaking about things that I didn't understand. And when I don't understand something, I, I, I often feel insecure and then I tell myself I'm not good enough. So this leads me back to dating and flirting and meeting people and starting new relationships because for myself, 
through building that self-awareness and understanding of where my most painful childhood woundings come from and how they are affecting me all the way up until now, until this very moment, then I have learned how to become very compassionate and loving and nurturing of that sweet, sweet part of myself that just wants to be seen and accepted and loved and to be a part of the classroom, to be the same as others. And you see, rather than looking for that to be reflected back to me by other people through becoming the funny one or being the good listener, I, I chose to, to learn how to really, really, really nurture and give myself that love, that seeing. And I, I feel so much emotion just speaking about it, like I have tears now that come because it's it's really been like the most important thing. Thank you for saying it resonates for you, Carla. It's really been the most important thing for me in my um, in my journey towards feeling more abundant. And instantly, as I say that, it's like I'm really afraid that you will hear the word abundance and imagine that abundance is better, better than anxiety because actually I feel so much love towards this anxious part of myself I feel so much tenderness towards her I, it's almost like when she shows up now when I'm flirting you know like I'm at the festival and I see some guy that I like and I've been speaking to and now he's flirting with someone else and I'm like hmm, I'm not good enough I'm not interesting enough when I when I notice her it's it's such a beautiful opportunity for me to go hey I see you, sweet one. I see you. Wow. I I really see how much you want to be seen. <sighs> how much you want to be loved. How much you want to feel confident, competent. Yeah. To walk through this world and, and know that you are enough. And um, thank you, Justin. Thank you. Your words touch me. Yeah, yeah. So so just in being in that connection is, is such a beautiful thing that it's like, I don't want my anxiety to go away and never come back because now I have the gift of such a beautiful connection and relationship with myself when I'm able to recognize it. And it's through really taking a lot of time to to learn these skills, to learn these skills of, of, of self-connection, of listening, of learning, of, of wanting to hear what that really vulnerable part of me is trying to say. Yeah, it's, it's through doing that that I, I have moved towards um, a, different, a different dynamic. And, and, and it's through the absolute acceptance of that part without trying to change her or make her different at all. <laughs> like truly accepting, not accepting her in order to change her in the future, but accepting her exactly as she is. That naturally I have noticed this shift towards abundance, confidence, 
you know, being in my sensuality, absolutely loving myself just as I am, moving through life and through interactions with a sense of there's enough to go around. I am enough. And if it doesn't work out in this conversation, in this flirtation, then I trust that it will in another one. And if it doesn't, then I will flirt with myself and love myself up, <laughs> take myself on a date. Yeah, so that's what's been so beautiful for me is to notice that transformation. And how, how did I make that transformation? Well, it didn't happen overnight. I absolutely, uh, I started with um, a lot of body work, dancing, movement, um, gratitude and self-love practices. I learned nonviolent communication for seven years and I'm still learning it and still teaching that. That's the main modality that really underpins a lot of the work that I do with couples, with singles, with myself. It's really supported me in understanding what's going on. A lot of inner child work, um, understanding neuroscience and neurobiology and how the the mind body is reacting to past traumas. Um, what else? I'm trying to remember. Meditation. Meditation has been such a beautiful part of my journey. But mostly I have been um, focusing on creating a beautiful connection with myself. And so what I would love for us to do is to go back to that memory that we started with at the beginning of the session. So I'm going to repeat it now for those of you who've just joined, if you would like to, to do this exercise, which will lead us into a guided meditation that I'll guide you through. Um, and this guided meditation is to support you in being with your inner child. So, you know, if you're not up for doing it now, you can just listen in and watch the recording later. But I want you to remember a moment when you were either flirting or dating or in a new interaction with people. When you felt really insecure, anxious, alone. So trying to bring to mind, bringing to your memory that particular moment. sort of reminding yourself of your surroundings where are you in this moment perhaps closing your eyes and allowing the memory to formulate itself and clarify itself in your mind's eye remembering the people that were there the place that you were in particularly the person or the people that you were interacting with when you felt anxious and just trying to remember in some way what was happening in that moment that you started to feel anxious. What was going on? What was happening? What was going on? Perhaps there was a certain conversation that was being had between you and this person. Perhaps there was a moment of silence. Perhaps there was touch or no touch. Whatever it is, trying to remember roughly, you don't need the words or, or anything, but roughly something that triggered you into feeling that anxiety. So just sort of, OK, 
connecting to that moment, connecting to what that other person or you were doing, remembering it. And then just noticing how your body feels in response to that memory right now. What does that bring up for you as you start to remember this painful or anxious provoking experience? Noticing the energy in your body as you remember it. Maybe breathing into that energy and just allowing it to be there. And, and just for one moment, imagining all of the other people who are watching this video who are at the same time remembering their own moments of anxiety, their own moments of feeling this way. And see if you can connect with a part of yourself that feels some compassion towards those other people and towards yourself as you're feeling this anxiety. Like, sweetheart, I see you. Yeah, I see how stressed, how anxious you're feeling right now. Finding your own words to speak to that part of yourself that's really feeling insecure in this moment. I'm imagining to yourself, what would be the words that I would want to say to that part of me right now? Perhaps some words of reassurance. Some words of love and tenderness. What would those words be? And if it's hard to think of what you would say to yourself, imagine what you would say to someone else who is looking at you in this moment, feeling that anxiety. Not trying to make them feel better or to change the way they are but to simply see them in their experience. I see you, I see how you're feeling, and I want you to know that I accept you, I love you, I'm here for you. Whatever the words are that resonate for your experience. And just staying with that for a moment, noticing how your body feels, noticing if there is some resistance to receiving these words of reassurance, or perhaps you're just feeling the discomfort right now, and that's okay. So... We're going to give this part of ourselves a big hug, squeezing them tightly with love, looking them in the eyes, and letting them know that you'll be back to cuddle them and love them and reassure them again another time.
Okay, and then just in your own time, you might want to open your eyes or perhaps you want to stay in that place. If you do, then feel free to leave the call and, and rejoin again to listen to the rest. But if you're back with me after that meditation, I'd love to hear if there's anyone who wants to share what came up for you. And I'd love to hear from you in the comments. How was that for you to connect with that part of you that felt insecure or anxious whilst in interactions with people? And if after this meditation you're feeling curious, wondering what it could be like to embody that sense of security, self-love, self-appreciation from within, and you would like to learn the skills of self-compassion and understanding what it is that your inner child, your heart really needs to hear from you so that you can move through connections in the world with more confidence, clarity, and also a real appreciation for your vulnerable parts too, so that then you're also able to express what you need in relationships and find the kind of relationship that really meets you where you want to be met and perhaps support you if you're already in a relationship to bring yourself fully into contact with your partner. Then I'd love to hear from you. I work with couples, supporting them to understand each other more clearly. And I work with people individually, helping them to recognize what it is that their heart truly desires. So check out my website, www.empathart.com. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I look forward to hearing from you and I hope you'll join me again next time. Hit the follow button if you haven't done already. See you soon. Mm -hmm.